0: Hey y'all, Josh here. Josh from Goshen. Uh, Couple weeks ago, Stevie won the trivia at the end of the episode, and so he got to pick his movie. He picked the Jean-Claude Van Damme classic Sudden Death, but then a couple hours before the recording, something came up and he wasn't able to make it. However, since the rest of us were ready, we decided to record anyway. Stevie's still going to get his choice just a little bit later. But we thought you'd enjoy this kind of freebie episode on Sudden Death and special thanks to Pappy for hosting on such short notice. On to the show.
1: This is spoiler.
2: Doing better? And get the fuck in there! And here he comes.
1: <laughs>
3: JCVD gets a five-minute major for high kicking. This is spoiler. Like instead of high sticking, high yeah, kicking. I got you. You get it, Josh?
0: I do now. Okay,
3: well, this is spoilers. Sorry, I wasn't ready to host. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't pick this movie. I said good enough when I thought of this 20 minutes ago. Um, As you might remember if you're a loyal listener, Stevie picked our movie tonight, Sudden Death. He had to drop out last minute. He'll retain his host, but we decided to press on anyway in this special one-off spoilers episode. So we'll introduce the other host.
0: Unprecedented. Pre-BK. I think this has happened before. I'd, it made I'd, me and Brett, me and Brett got at each other's throat. It was bad in the text that I did I just wanted you to admit that you were being a
4: little selfish.
3: Stevie is all as well with Stevie. He'll be back soon. And he's pivoting his pick to Jeez. JCVD. <laughs> <laughs> Feisty boys tonight, ready to throw off the gloves and, and punch it out. But opening question, what's either your favorite sports mascot? Or if you were creating a new team, a new franchise... What mascot would you pick? Let's go Brett first. Brett's a big sports guy. What you got? (laughs)
4: Uh, Yeah, Brett recording at Fort Wayne. Uh, I would go with the greatest mascot combination in sports uh, and has the best mascot moment in sports. And that's uh, Chief Osceola riding Renegade in and planting the Flaming Spear. That's uh, what I would do. Florida State. Next. Next.
0: I feel like (laughs) he's speaking a different language for most of that time. (laughs) <laughs> can you do you want to spell osceola, out what you're talking
4: about Chief osceola, <laughs> Sounds problematic as well it's not only <laughs> only if you have weak sensibilities chief osceola renegade is an appaloosa horse they're the mascot mascots of florida state university
3: i feel like that's not going to change like the cleveland indians changed their name like i don't think the college teams are changing right brett do you see the seminoles ever changing their name
4: no, just because they are so intertwined with the actual Seminole, Seminole tribe. They teach the mascot how to do it. Sometimes they even have uh, a, like a member do it, or and then they get scholarships. They help design the jerseys. And no, it's not gonna, they're very well supported by the Florida Seminoles. They're, they're not very well liked by the Oklahoma Seminoles, but they left, mm-hmm. Florida Seminoles stayed. That's your problem.
3: you make it sound like they
4: decided to move (laughs) hey hey
5: nothing else happened they decided
3: to move
4: only native american chief that was uh (laughs) troop that was never conquered by the u.s government was the seminoles of florida
3: well there you go it's kind of like I, i got a couple this is pappy recording from kalamazoo notre dame fighting irish I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Notre Dame. That is a fun mascot, like when you stop and think about it. I really like it. It's just silly. I also like... uh,
4: They're trying to change it, which is bull crap.
3: That'll never change. I also like Zippy, the Akron mascot. I don't know if you guys have seen him. He's like an anteater. He's very cute. Uh, Big fan of him. If I was making a team, though, it'd be the Pappy State Grease. You know, just the grease. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like a a lightning mascot. I think that'd be pretty cool. (laughs)
5: Grease Lightning.
4: Uh, I'd like to uh, informally apologize to the Oklahoma Seminoles. I respect you.
3: None of the uh, wide receivers on the Pappy State Grease are any good. The ball just slips (laughs) right out of their hands every time. Josh, what do you got? Favorite mascot? New mascot?
0: Uh Well, do you guys think it's pretty much a matter of time until there's like the Anaheim Darth Vader's like is that something that's coming down the pike eventually like just IP mascots the Orlando <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah, I see that being a thing. <laughs> it seems like it should be um, or maybe it should not be, but I'm going to choose our beloved IU Hoosiers all, all of us here. Love the Indiana Hoosiers. And it's well known that they don't have a mascot.
4: We are the Um, mascot.
0: Yeah, the crowd is the mascot or something. (laughs) I I propose this. You know how they have like the IU, like the logo. It's kind of like a pitchfork looking thing. The I and the U, it's red. People know about that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Someone is just in that with kind of like a face cut out in the middle. (laughs) It's just alphabet. Uh, (laughs) I think that'd be. I think people would really go nuts for it.
3: Is his face painted red, or is it just a normal face? Doesn't matter. Hmm. I think it does matter quite a bit, Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got?
5: Uh, Josh, it's funny you brought up the Hoosiers. I also came up with a mascot for those guys. Um, nice. I was going more real oh, for a more realism route, and I wanted to capture the essence of Bloomington. So I thought we should just get the the door bouncer from the vid, just smoking cigs
0: <laughs> out there. Oh, what is his name? <laughs> oh, dang it! he's <laughs> iconic. Is the, back is a the very well known guy. I'll get his name by the end the of bar. the night. Guaranteed. I
4: don't know that Mar.
5: Uh, yeah, I think he'd be a great choice. He's just got an all all American look, uh, ripped right out of the '70s, and he's stayed that way for decades. Yes, he did. Uh, uh, fave mascot. Obviously, we got like Notre Dame Fighting Irish, being from South Bend area. Also, gritty making a. Strong Mm. contention for number one He's a horrible monster And he's (laughs) terrifying looking I think that's pretty funny Uh, So those are some of
0: my mascot ideas Can I chime in here for a second? Please No (laughs) Four years ago on reddit (laughs) On r slash Bloomington, someone wrote, "Mike from the bi- from the vid." Just reading this, nice. I need your help. I heard the bouncer from the, I heard the bouncer from the vid was in an old band that had a one hit wonder, but I cannot for the life of me figure out what band. Anyone know? And someone said, "Hey, I know this one. He was in a band called Fights." And there's a YouTube link. And maybe we're playing that in the background right now, Pappy, for yeah. Mike from the vid. He's personally going to claim it on YouTube.
3: This is like the first time I think we've had four Indiana University alumnus together on a pod. Can you guys describe Mike from the vid just in in case a listener didn't happen to go to Indiana University Bloomington?
5: I I would say the quickest way to describe him is he looks like a roadie from a band that's pretty legendary. Uh, Just any band from like the 70s. He looks like he'd be like the best roadie. And he just like you just hand him your ID card, and he'd look at it begrudgingly, and yeah, you'd just like shrug his shoulders and say, yeah, get in there. Then you'd go uh, blackout at the vid. That's all I know of the man. Josh? <laughs>
4: yes, sir. It looks like he also had, was in another band called AZ Myth, and they released a mini album called Bald Headed Woman.
1: Mm. Hmm. Hmm.
3: Another track to track down.
4: <laughs> great. Is it on Spotify? Michael Schifflet. It's on Discogs. And guess what the picture is on the front? A bald headed mannequin.
0: Creative. Regular Sergeant Pepper.
4: You could buy it. it. Looks like there- it's on vinyl.
0: Wow. There is a meme that went around after the Capitol was stormed on. January 6th, because <laughs> someone on Twitter asked, name any place, just name one with tighter security than the Capitol." And somebody Yikes. had a picture of Mike and put it in the video <laughs> <Sorry>. saloon
4: Bloomington. <laughs> 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 yeah, he had a daughter that was murdered. Yikes. Oh, Christ. God
1: damn it. that's
4: ca- Hey, that's my thing. That's my thing. Oh,
6: brother! I, I stink. stink!
4: That's my thing.
1: I need someone to play with, but I can't feel the power.
3: We'll we'll have to get to the deaths from the Sun death cast, Brett, so I hope you have that ready, but uh, Stevie picked this because I, I called him on the phone a little bit before we started, and he, he wanted me to reiterate that JCVD is his hero, and he deeply loves him. Uh, <laughs> Josh just sent a picture of Mike from the vid <laughs> to the group chat. Looks great. <laughs> Brett, can you tell us a little bit about who Darren Francis Thomas McCord AKA JCVD, John claude Van Damme, is in this movie. We get a nice little intro of him kind of setting up his life.
4: Just said so many names in the span of a really small amount of time. Um, Yeah, so they show him at the beginning. He was, I don't know, I guess you could kind of say a hero, firefighter, but he accidentally, not, through no fault of his own, uh, kind of caused a death, or couldn't prevent the death of a little girl. And he got what you could call the yips.
3: Josh, and, why are um, you laughing at the death of the little girl? Because
0: the way Brett, the way Brett's dancing around, like <laughs> if he caused it, if it was his fault, <laughs> if he smothered her to death, if he, I don't know.
4: He did smother her to death, but he had a building fall on him, so it wasn't really his fault. But yeah, he got the yips and he, I don't know what he was doing. He got some part-time work. He's divorced. He's got two kids. Uh, one of the kids is, like, a, a super a-hole, and the other kid's really stupid. Wait, and which one's which? Whoa. Uh, The boy's <sighs> wow. an a-hole. The little girl is stupid. Hmm. But, I, I mean, I, I guess I respect how tough she is. I don't know.
3: The stepdad's nice. He's a pretty chill dude.
4: Yeah. I have a note. Like, stepdad hall of fame. Super nice. Like, really, really wants his kids, like, those kids to like love his dad and the wife hates him. So I don't know. I couldn't believe how nice he was.
0: He's so nice. He's just one of the many red herrings in this movie. Like a a normal movie, (laughs) you would swear the stepdad's going to come back into the picture, help out or something. His face isn't seen again.
3: You'd think they like go back to the family, but the movie just ends super abruptly, which we'll,
0: <laughs> which we'll talk about. I even I yeah, like, even if he was there at the ambulance, being like, "I told you he was a good guy." I, I don't know. It's very strange that him and the mom are in it again. He's
3: super supportive because I think by all rights, Jean Claude Van Damme is being kind of an asshole in the situation, right? Divorced parents. Shared custody. It's the kid's birthday. And he's like, hey, got you guys two tickets to game seven. We're going to take you away from moms.
4: <laughs> yeah, but pretty legendary, though. But yeah, he probably could have called or asked a little bit.
3: I wish Stevie were here because I would ask him what the background is and why they got divorced. I'd be super interested. Interested to know that. Um, well, he
0: can't. We know he knows about phones because he spends about half the movie trying to pick up phones that are dead so <laughs> clearly he's familiar with the use <laughs> he could have gave him a ring
4: <laughs> I think he might have just gotten the yips in his marriage too couldn't pull the trigger mm. Just, mm. just became a different person and uh, wait what do you she mean moved on.
3: after the death of the little girl
4: I think the, her, that girl dying might have just affected him but that was only two years so
0: he couldn't finish anymore is that what I you're mean, saying? This is a sexual thing, Brett?
4: I was going to let you guys make any implication you wanted. That's why I said it the way I said it.
0: That was a full-out Dennis implication.
4: That was like... <laughs> <nuts>. <laughs>
3: Also, I don't want to sound insensitive, but the little, the dead little girl looks freaking stupid. Like, it looked bad. I'm pretty sure her eyes
5: moved too. Like, (laughs) I was like, I thought she was just unconscious. Um, yeah, very weird. And he doesn't even really react to that girl. All that, as much as it affects him, he doesn't really react to it the way that you uh, would expect.
0: I'm waiting for a Darth Vader like.
1: No.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think like one of the stupidest things though about this intro is like, I don't know. It would make sense if he was like a Navy SEAL, right? in like Desert Storm or some shit like that. And like some yeah. Iraqi kid got blown up, but at least it establishes that he has like skills. This dude is just just a fireman oh. and can fight, yeah. can outpunch a CIA well, let's, or, let's or uh, not Secret Service top ranking official
5: coming up with with uh, uh, MacGruber, uh, yeah. <laughs> MacGruber uh, booby traps and stuff.
4: There's plenty of bad things to say about the Secret Service in this movie. So I wouldn't give him too much credit for that. I did have a comment about that later. We'll get to it, I guess, in the mascot scene.
3: One of the best scenes in movie history. But we should introduce our villains, Powers Booth. Mikey, can you tell us a little bit about what the bad guys are doing Can we flash forward two years later
5: yeah two years later um well it's established that the movie is going to take place inside the pittsburgh penguins arena and whether this is the actual arena of the pittsburgh penguins i don't know uh i don't know what's going on here whether this is all a set or so if it's actually
3: yeah, it was the actual arena, and actually, one of the writers is the wife of the owner at the time of the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, wow! Which explains okay. a lot.
5: So, yeah, <laughs> free, free publicity for the Penguins. Uh, lots of product tie-ins and free advertising. Is this uh, the publicity
0: but- you want?
5: <laughs> a very lack security and poor infrastructure, poor building infrastructure.
0: <laughs> Coming to uh, a, a Penguins game could incur death is like kind of yeah. in the back of your mind after watching this movie. Uh, uh, again, Come we'll get to game, this later stay Part
4: for the of the it because attacks. the one guy was in on it. But <laughs> like, at a Penguins game, there's Secret Service you're bringing, and then the city and the security at the arena, they're bringing in 80% of their work staff to provide security there. Am I wrong? There was like, Hardly anybody there work security besides Secret Service. I feel like that place would be locked down.
5: Well, I mean, there's hardly anybody in the halls when everybody's running around with Uzis. That's true. So you can't expect too much.
4: The world's quietest guns.
3: (laughs) There's like dead bodies in the bathroom during a game seven of a Stanley Cup final and no one notices them later on.
5: Yeah, people are shitting and pissing every every (laughs) at every period and ending of the period uh at these games so it's like there's bodies everywhere somebody's gonna run into
3: something yeah not to mention the full-scale explosions fireworks it sounds like fireworks (laughs) right outside the open arena yeah I kinda uh, like this movie.
0: What's your guy's problem?
3: <laughs> no, I I like it. It's just so ridiculous. But Mikey, what are these bad guys up to?
5: The main thing is that the vice president is like coming to this game, uh, kind of sprung it on security so everybody's kind of- Oh, is
4: that what it was? I must have missed that part.
5: Rushing around and, uh, I I mean, first of all, let's get one thing straight. The vice president means nothing, uh, in the United States of America. Absolutely no power held by them. So this, this, this plan of holding them ransom I mean, we just let them die in America. (laughs) Oh, we'll get a a new one of those real quick. That doesn't matter. I
4: don't know if I'd say no power, but yeah, they're less important. I mean, they do have tiebreaker Uh, power, which is pretty important. But yeah, they're pretty uh, not important.
3: I've seen Veep. I know everything I need to know about the vice president.
0: Well, we already brought January 6th, I got to say. January six, Mike Pence saved our asses, right? Oh yeah, Vice yeah. President used his power to. Yeah, we owe it all to Mike Pence. <laughs> to this <Speaks laughs> country is still held <all> together. <laughs> to transfer power peacefully, Mike Pence as Vice President did that. Credit where it's due. Yeah. Speaking of who's, owe everything to him. He could be. He could be the mascot. Someone no. get someone dresses up as Mike Pence is what I'm saying.
3: No, yeah, I'm with Mikey. It's a hard, hard pass. <laughs> I will say, I, but yeah, I, I, Mikey, to your point, at one point Powers Booth, like he has the vice president held hostage and he's like, I voted for you. I really did. And it's like, no, you fucking didn't. No one's ever voted for yeah. a vice president ever. In, in the
4: anytime. primaries, though. And it could have been. Maybe, I guess. Brett's got
0: an answer for these political questions. <laughs> he was clearly one of the frontrunners in the primary and then was chosen to be his VP later on in the game as a strategic yeah, he pick. Prob-
4: he needed Duh. to carry
3: Pennsylvania.
4: Yeah, he probably he probably called the president. He probably called the president a racist and then when that person lost, he became the vice president and then it was all just kind of forgotten about.
3: The plan makes no fucking sense. It's like so over no, the top. Not at all. And and just the fact that he's like he needs a third of the money at the end of every period. Like That dude is
5: a <laughs> so silly. A psycho. He, the, he's a bad yeah, dude. Yeah, very psychotic because he leaves so much up, up into the air of just uh, whatever happens in the game is how I'm going to let this play but out. He doesn't
4: end up killing two people at the end of the second period, right? I hate
0: that, Brett. I hate that he... Okay, so there's a part in the movie Pap where he says at the end of the first period, I'll kill one person if I don't have a third of the money. And if I don't have two thirds of the money by the second period, I'll kill two people. And then he just kills
3: that one guy. Was well, he going to kill everyone at the end of the third? But if it goes to overtime?
4: He was going to kill one, two, then yeah, three. He's going to blow up the whole Yeah, wh- then kill everybody.
0: I thought he's going to blow up the whole building. <laughs>
3: But only at the end of the game. like not, not the end of the third period. If it goes to sudden
1: death.
3: Let him cook. We'll see this out. See what happens.
2: Uh, if the smoke bothers anyone, you just speak up. There's no reason to kill anyone else. Nobody's a threat to you. You know, I voted for you. I really did. It's your sincerity and your compassion. You happen to be wrong, though. There may be a reason to kill someone else. It's bound to be resistance to my objective. So I can only assure you that I won't kill any more people than it takes to convince everyone of my sincerity. Will you make that cow stop moaning? What's that? An invitation to the White House. Open it and read it. Out loud. It's nothing but a bunch of numbers. And they wonder why this economy is so fucked up. Those are the numbers of 13 bank accounts and 5 U.S. banks that belong to 3 different countries that our government has frozen for a variety of reasons. They represent a total deposit of $1,700,000,000. Christ, it runs in the family. During the course of this game, all that money is going to be released and transferred to banks my choice. That's impossible. At least one third of the money must be moved during each of the three periods of the game. If at the end of the first period the deposits are behind, one of you will die. If we're still lagging at the end of the second period, two of you will die. And at the end of the third period, everyone in this building will die. You have no idea of the complexity. I had an idea. I had this idea. And we are going to make it work or we're going to die trying. You will call the president and on flash precedence priority, he will call the Secretary of State and the Secretary of the Treasury. Then banks will be notified, and the money will begin to move. Or it won't. If it doesn't, when the game ends, everyone in this box and in this arena will die by explosion, fire, and panic. Enough bombs have been planted in this building to stop all the clocks in the hemisphere. You'll die with us. Could be.
3: Josh, I, I guess, can you tell us a little bit about what happens at the beginning of the backdrop at this game? Just kind of like set the stage because it's, I think it is kind of a cool concept, right? You have this hockey game happening in the background, the biggest hockey game of the year, game seven.
0: Yeah, we mentioned the movie Drive a lot, and it c- does kind of remind me is that like a Clippers or Lakers game that he like times up his getaway with here? Yeah. It's kind of a similar thing with the bad guys in this movie, but at the start, Everyone's rushing into the building. There's a vice president thing going on. So there is Titan security, but they kind of take advantage of the chaos and kill a few strategic people in the background, get their passes, and they get into the game. A lot of them. And they bring bombs and bags of popcorn and like little stuffed animals. Can I mention one side plot that I'm a big fan of and was so sad to see it end so soon, Pap, Talking about Chef Andrew. There's a pappy chef. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and his pappy wife. Yeah, I kind of want yeah. to see what happened
4: to the cr- the crazy guy at the house. He probably gets away.
0: Oh, he was
5: he went up top and started oh, shooting that was rockets him? at the helicopter <laughs> later in the movie.
0: Yeah. yeah, and he was in the copter at the end oh. and got shot from the bottom. Oh, okay. was he? Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah baby. Yeah, yeah. Good,
4: because that dude was crazy too. He's funny.
0: Yeah, I liked him.
4: You know, psycho way.
0: Pappy, maybe you should take that. I really thought this chef was going to be a key player in Me the movie, and come in at a strategic time. But maybe you're the best to tell his pap arc.
3: Listen, he is—he's not a Papian name, but he's a Papian in spirit. He's got a good—a good first name. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like he—it doesn't really make a lot of sense when you start to think about the fact that uh, Hallmark is on the inside. Right, because ostensibly it's like, okay, we need to make sure this chef will let the bad guys in. But kind of the the um, turncoat se- secret service guy Hallmark, he's just kind of calling the shots anyway, right? He can just tell Chef Andrew that, mm-hmm. you know, oh, all these people need to come up to the booth and he's just going to believe them, right? So it's kind of a a red herring for red herring's sake, but I don't know, his... His wife's sweet. She keeps Fig Newtons in the pantry. Those
4: aren't very good, though.
3: She seems like a, a nice lady.
0: I like Fig Newtons.
4: I like the flavored Newtons. They're all right.
0: There are some... They're like the strawberry one. Yeah, the strawberry
4: ones are really good. Those are my jam.
0: They taste like a... Yeah, like a strawberry Pop-Tart. Those things are damn good.
4: Mm-hmm. They have raspberry, too. It's, it's good.
0: But they're amongst a slew of people that are really just like unceremoniously off here in this opening scene and that's kind of mm-hmm. what I was getting at Pappy this f- opening act is full of non hesitation uh, headshots like let's kill you really quick goodbye I gotta go now shoot you in the face
3: mm-hmm. I mean, yeah I mean like chef Andrew does that one cool trick with the knife you know you think that would like come back later you would like throw <laughs> a knife or something at
6: yeah, the that's, back, that's, uh, like, yeah
4: that's really weird <laughs> <laughs>
5: he literally looks like the chef from Ratatouille he
4: does you know? <laughs> I meant to go back and look but like I know that he says when the food's been served everyone did he say just leave your stations Yeah, that's ridiculous chef yeah.
3: clean up clean up
4: is one everybody. thing they're leaving the fryers on and the ovens on and the grills on did they do that just so they could have Dishwasher funny
1: going.
4: like Scenes later, who's gonna leave with the fryer on? You want to burn the whole place down? Josh knows a little bit about that.
1: I needed medicine.
4: You needed your uh, frozen chicken wings. About burn the house oh, down?
0: Oh
6: no! What happened?
0: Dude, I set I set the fire alarm off tonight making chicken
4: wings on the <laughs> stove. He tried to. He made like old school chicken wings, like frozen, and and IU and it was like, just like the oil in the fryer and he like put him in and like, it was like six foot flames in the air.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if you're not starting grease fires at IU,
4: are you
3: even trying to cook? (laughs) Let's
4: get real, okay? I was gonna say he's gotten better, but apparently not.
3: Well, while we're on the kitchen, we should talk about like, in my opinion, literally one of the greatest scenes (laughs) in movie history, certainly in spoilers history. Jean-Claude Van Damme gets, you know, he's separated from his kids cuz he saw his fire marshal duties. Mm-hmm. One of them wanders off. He the, as Brett would say the stupid one. He's trying to track her, her down. Um and he runs into Icy, the penguin's mascot. Josh, is this is this not the raid 2 but fighting a giant penguin mascot? She's humongous. Instead? This scene is amazing. <laughs> I love it.
0: There is a lot of good choreography, Brett, and I don't know if it would have been able to happen if the wine cooks were still there, if the dishwasher's right. no, is still you're right. standing there in the way. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah. It is pretty wild. It's a woman, and it, it she is beating Jean-Claude's ass for She's a while. She's like a lot stronger um, than him. There's a, there's a really gruesome moment, actually, when he sticks her like mascot gloved hand into the fryer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um like brett mentioned they left with the friars still roiling and it's she, her hand just comes out like pink she her hand looks like krang from turtles
3: yeah
1: the anyway. shredder <laughs> <Dude>.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> At one point, John Claude Van Damme just pours spicy red pepper flakes down her throat. <laughs> that's really funny. Like, <laughs> I don't think it's down her throat; it's in her eyes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah, down eyeballs. the mouth, down of the throat tangoes. of the of
5: the mascot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's she's like literally dragging him over to the fryer, like by the neck. And yeah, that's when he reverse reverses and puts her hand in. Like she's so strong, just dragging him all over.
4: Here was my thing, Pappy. When you were talking about him earlier, you you were like saying he's just a firefighter. Doesn't really make sense. I was thinking the same thing. Like, he's either a firefighter or someone who's been trained in martial arts. Like, this movie, he's like in between. Like, why not just make him either, you know, a normal person? Like, you know, you can be tough without being a martial artist. I mean, Bruce Willis doesn't know martial arts. Why not make
5: him a cop?
4: Yeah, something like that where he's got training. But instead he's just a guy who randomly knows some taekwondo but like he's it's not enough to beat some amazon assassin in a penguin costume. It's just really weird. It was like a it's like go big or go home and they kind of chose to stay right in the middle there.
5: The fire inspector Angle makes very little sense uh, cuz he kind of only does one thing. Which is like the fire extinguisher.
4: The bombs, I guess. I mean, it's a whole uh, thing.
5: Wrist thing. I don't know. It's a bomb it's
4: going to bring stuff down on everybody. Just like his situation. But yeah, it's it's really weird. It's a weird choice. I mean, they're literally Uzis killing everybody. So yeah, it could have been cop.
3: Well, like part of it is too, is like the kids are supposed to think that their dad has like a lame job now. You know, because it's like at one point he's like changing a light bulb. Or whatever. And the kids are like, I know, it's like, dude, first of all, there's nothing wrong. (laughs) First of all, you're at game seven. Shut your fucking mouth and watch the game. (laughs) How lame is your dad's job? Stevie Stevie wanted the opening spoiler to be you can tell Jean Claude Van Damme is Belgium and not Irish, or sorry, is Belgium and not Polish because he knows how to change a light bulb. This is spoilers. I I thought that was a little bit, Mm. a little bit. Actually,
1: in the
4: movies, in the movies, (laughs) Canadian. French Canadian, though. Yeah, well, yeah, from Montreal. That's what his thing says.
3: I just, I just love the way the fucking penguin fight looks. I love everything about it. It's so silly. It's so silly to see him fighting Icy, the giant, and he keeps burning her. That's
4: like a funny symbolism. Like with the hot. At one point, he takes her
3: head and like throws it up in a fan, but it's just like the mask of the the mascot right it's just like the head thing so it's like the mask is getting
4: fucked up what is that i was gonna ask you what is that What is
5: she dying? Uh, dishwasher. Dishwasher?
4: Oh, that's what that was. Okay.
1: Mhm.
5: Yeah, she gets like strangled and then like those things get really hot. I used to work in a at Ben Oak. They had one of those dishwashers, but a lot smaller, and they would get insanely hot. So yeah, she got cooked in there too.
1: Mhm.
3: So needless to say, John Claude Van Damme knows something is up. Um, in the meantime, Mikey, I think I mentioned him, but Hallmark, the Secret Service agent is uh on the scene now and trying to get uh support military support uh secret service support inside um i liked him yeah powers booth has a number of pranks that he plays yep. to keep the service secret service out did you have any that uh that you particularly liked or stood out to you pranks what do you mean by pranks? Well, one's uh, a rocket a- launcher. That's a pretty good prank.
1: <laughs> greatest prank of
4: all time, rocket launcher.
3: <laughs> uh, Yeah, a
5: rocket launcher gets used pretty heavily in this movie, which is a good thing. Um,
4: Dude, him shooting this sign is so w- ridiculous.
5: <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a scene where JCVD is trying to communicate outside. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the... The phones or whatever the phone lines are cut or something but he's trying to communicate through the the led board outside in the parking lot and he gets one message out there before <laughs> I, is it the guy with the earring in the beginning what, that shoots the rock is it the same saying rocket it's the
0: grandma killer
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes it's it's the pappy killer
1: no. <laughs> we don't <laughs> we don't killer. love that
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah he's the rocket guy in this movie and he's shooting rockets quite a bit at uh, everything the police are trying to throw at this building. Uh, They try to get a couple helicopters up above the dome, but he I don't even know if he hits one, but he makes them go off course and
0: one of the guys uh, taking a ladder down falls on a parked car. No, he takes one of them out. He has a good body count in this movie for being honest.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah. A A grandma pappy. In the whole helicopter. I, I just would have loved to know the guy in the boost reaction as Jean Claude Van Damme is like typing out, like in this like matrix like code to program the outside board that's like the building is wired with C4. <laughs> You'd just be sitting there like, what the <laughs>
4: fuck? Yeah. Why,
3: why are you putting this on there? Um, I also really love the Zamboni death. How, that happens how in that long game.
4: would that take, though? Like they go from, I think someone should put them on ice to like, Three game minutes later, they're already dead. The Zamboni's been driven out of the building around on some side street.
5: Yeah, that guy is dead driving it.
4: They, they <laughs> prop up a dead guy. That's a prank. That is a prank. That's the prank. That's
0: a good yeah. prank. <laughs> if you're doubting whether they're pranks or not, just think of that one. It's most certainly a prank. <laughs>
3: Brett, what's, uh, what's Hallmark's angle, though? Here, you said you like him. I think he's a, a cool character. I think it's a good turn, too. I, I didn't see it coming.
4: Yeah, no, and I, I I saw this movie when it came out, but I, I don't remember anything, really, except for him hanging up. The, the last 15 minutes, this movie made me ill, but we'll get to that. Um, Yeah, I don't know. He's just some guy who you're just like, oh, God, this guy is the worst Secret, Secret Service agent ever, and he's commanding the worst secrets. Like, if Mikey was ever going to be right, seeing the secret service that they picked to protect the vice president would definitely prove his point. But anyway, yeah, he's acting. He's not like... He's in charge of saving the vice president, but he's also... He's involved. He's... I mean, he's probably the one of the most, if not the most important, aspect of their plan because he skimped on... You know, he should have two secret service agents this, this, and this, and he didn't do any of that stuff. So he's just a guy, and he's greedy like everybody else, and he wants lots of money.
0: Is he kind of the only guy? Is he the only one of the henchmen that Powers Booth shows like any respect towards, to your point, Brett?
4: Yeah, I think so. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else. Dude, Uh, Powers
0: Booth
3: said he didn't care if he got shot, though. There's that one scene later on where it's like, my only regret is they missed their mark. Or something like that. Like, Powers Booth doesn't give a shit about anybody except this money.
4: Yeah, I, I didn't.
5: And Powers Booth is also, he used to work for the government. Uh, what was his job? Like, counterfeit money? Says
4: Secret Service. So, yeah, he probably was in.
5: Oh, Secret Service? They
4: make it seem like CIA. They say CIA multiple times. But Wikipedia says Secret Service. So, I have no idea.
0: I like how he has to put on a fake mustache and a letter jacket to escape off the roof in a helicopter (laughs) at the end. His
4: escape costume is fucking ridiculous.
0: I digress. It's blonde.
4: (laughs) At least number three, maybe four. But the one that I said maybe four literally says, like, they don't know uh, if he was in this movie or not. IMDb. But. Wait what? What movie? What movie? Uh, let me. You talk. I'll, I'll find it. I, I skimmed it over earlier. Um uh, Like I've never. I've, I'm on IMDb. I've been on IMDb since college. I've never seen them put what they put here. So good.
3: Okay. You 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 looked that up, Josh? Can you? I think we talked around Powers Booth a little bit, but I just. I don't know. I think he's fucking acting his balls off. I think he's fucking oh. amazing in this. Yeah, role. I was gonna
4: make a joke that Jean-Claude Van Damme must have like a clause where. There could only be one person that's like a better actor than him. But like Powers Booth is like a thousand times better actor than him. Sorry, go ahead, Josh.
3: <laughs> no, that's, a, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's like, I don't know, just in terms of critical commentary, Josh, Jean Claude Van Damme can literally barely speak English in this fucking movie. <laughs> <and> Powers Booth <laughs> is incredible.
2: How you doing, Tom? I hope you were gentle with Hallmark. How many hostages, besides the vice president, are still alive? Oh, now that's a personal question, Tom ever been involved in an aop tom i didn't call for conversation how many are still alive well no, tom you'd probably think i was lying no matter what i told you so i'm gonna let you talk to the little friend of mine
1: <laughs> hello
0: he is the kind of actor he's like a point guard in there <clears throat> and yeah. or maybe a quarterback is better term because he, he's literally in a room with like 12 people None of them are known actors, but he's like kind of elevating the performances of everyone. Everything is
4: bounced off of him. He's killing it.
0: Good point. Honestly, I I wasn't like sucked into his performance too much during the movie, Pap, but like looking back on it, it's really obvious how much he carries it and how much of that stuff in that room would have fallen apart without him.
4: You're definitely right. He's literally spinning in circles through this whole movie, literally and figuratively, like bouncing back and forth to the people that are talking to him. And he does it, like, really well. And if there was someone like Jean-Claude Van Damme in that scene who couldn't act, it would be bad.
3: And frankly, Jean-Claude Van Damme doesn't have to do a lot of talking in this movie. Like, I, when he does, it's horrific. <laughs> and just, just <laughs> sounds insane. But it's like, I, I don't know. Like, the movie kind of has this, like, groove that it gets into right where it's like Jean-Claude Van Damme figuring out the scheme, cut to the hockey game as a transition up to Powers Booth in the VP suite, back to JCVD, back to the hockey game. Like That's
0: I, a I good know. groove. Yeah. yeah that I, was a smart choice. You kind
3: of get the exposition
5: from, from Powers Booth because JCVD is just going around picking stuff up and taking out bombs and just like kind of semi fighting people in the hallways. Mm
1: hmm.
3: Powers Booth has one, really only one minion who really sticks out to me other than Hallmark, who we talked about, but it's the guy who's like the 90s um, uh, Hacker Man. <laughs> Do the you guys doom, doom Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a goofball in there. Brett, did you find that? Uh, yeah.
4: So, he's been in three, we've had the three movie club, but he's listed in Con Air as Officer at Leaving Ceremony, and then in Parentheses uncredited slash unconfirmed slash voice. I've never seen unconfirmed on IMDb before, so KIA possibly. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, obviously he's in Tombstone and he's in Sin City, so and he is dead. Rest in peace. What do
0: you think his strengths are here, though, Pappy? Grinning. Because I think oh, the sm- he's a smirker part. Part of what made me not like him as an actor was the old like Joffrey Lannister thing is where he is such a good villain. Mm
1: -hmm. You hate him. A little stinker.
0: Yeah. You really just want to see him punched, but can you describe why you point him out as such a good actor? I'd love to hear it.
3: Yeah, I don't know. His character just seems cunning, right? Like he's... I don't know, like, he, there's this like, one scene where you, you don't know what the trigger device for the bomb is, right? Mm-hmm. And he brings out this, like, beeping, flashing, remote control-looking thing, and you're like, holy shit, this is the detonator. And this he, thing is insane-looking. <laughs> and he flicks it, <laughs> and it cuts to the fireworks, and it's just a fucking lighter for a cigarette, and he gives that big, like you said, Joffrey Lannister smirk afterwards, <laughs> like, he's just fucking with him. Like, I don't know, everything about him, like, he does a couple like weird voices sometimes when he talk when he's talking on the phone like I don't know he just seems cool yeah. in this role. Yeah. I, I really like him.
5: He reminds me of Michael Ironside a little bit just yeah. in the way that he looks but I like think that's I think not He's a
4: better actor than Michael Ironside but yeah, I like him too. Mm-hmm. They're both they both have yeah. like a-hole faces and a-hole smiles like yeah. For sure. That's that's a good. Sometimes
5: uh, like sometimes that's just the the like a lot of the character is just like how they look. Yeah, it's doing a lot and of the And He's one lifting. of those guys yep. that's like,
2: yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Good call. Ooh, now Tom, come on. If we're gonna play, you got to play nice.
3: Constantly smoking heaters too the whole time. Like I think this character has a cigarette like literally ninety percent of the movie. Maybe we should mention like some sort of some of the McGruber part that <laughs> JCB does because not only is he <laughs> a fucking ninja assassin, <laughs> martial arts trained firefighter. But he's also really crafty. Mikey, did any of the um, inventions that he crafts stand out to you?
5: Well, there's the obvious one where he he finds all of these materials because uh, this Penguin Stadium has a lot of stuff going on. So, like, there's people. He, like, walks into, like, a maintenance shop or something. And so there's all these materials around. He gets a fire extinguisher, uh, some metal, a tube, and he ends up making, like... Uh, a needle propelled, like, it's it's like a tube through his arm, and it can shoot, like, yeah. uh, a little bullet thing that he's made with, like, a nail.
0: And uh, the fire extinguisher to he
5: propel He needs it.
0: So, more ammo. What is he doing with just the one? <laughs> so
1: <laughs> this must be reward.
0: some something
5: that he used to... Kill animals when he was a teen or something. Uh, he fashioned himself
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: to practice on. He used to torture <laughs> because this is squirrels absolutely with this.
5: psychotic shit to, to know how to it make. Definitely
4: led to the second best scream, maybe third best. Yeah, second best scream in the whole movie. Like that guy gets hit. And he's like,
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> Can
3: you give us the, I think the other too? Oh no, the guy really who quick falls quick?
4: down the dome. He's like, ah! <laughs> 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 his makes sense because he's like dealing with fear. This other guy just got shot in the throat. I don't know why he's screaming so loud, but and then the last I one I think saw it's the a guy gun
3: in his hand. But yeah, okay. yeah. What were you saying? no,
4: I think the, the third one was the uh, like the last guy who fell. Uh, like they're fighting with the when the roof is opening. I think he's got a good scream. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Bye
2: bye.
4: Bye bye.
0: It's not just Powers Booth screaming and screaming as this like helicopter slowly—that's a good one too. Yeah, under to the ground,
5: perfectly perpendicular, Ooh, straight those down. Were, uh, I've never yeah. seen such a thing. I
4: think the CGI <laughs> stuck out there a little bit.
5: <laughs> oh my god it looked like somebody sliding like in on an overhead yeah. and they sh- uh, projector yeah. they it's just like it. a picture of a, a helicopter going straight and down and they kept
4: showing it over and over again they kept like starting it back up towards the top I'm like you don't want to focus on this guys <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's also a lot of great maniacal laughs in this movie um, I think earring uh, grandma killer guy rocket launcher guy When he's talking to the Pappy Andrew Chef guy, he says something like, What do you got to do? Burn my toast? (laughs) And laughs like, (laughs) It's fucking insane. Wait a
0: second. Insane. There's more McGruber moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else you got? Okay, I got one, guys. First, you take a jar and then you put some like pickle water Mm. in that jar. Then you put that small jar in a big jar and you put a bunch of like. (laughs) bengay powder in there you can throw it at a <laughs> you can throw it and it'll cause a gigantic explosion yeah. the size of like a manhole and you can jump in the manhole it's like a portal to a different room
5: yeah he's playing real fast and loose with this improvised explosive just tossing it in the same room with his daughter <laughs> he doesn't know where she's standing <laughs> He's just
4: tossing
3: he, it in there. He misses and just firebombs the whole VP <laughs> so,
4: <Pat>, You love <laughs> this guy, right? With the, who's you like the guy with the earring, right?
3: No, he's a Pappy killer. I hate him. Well, his name Damn is it.
4: his name is Scratch, and would you be surprised to hear that this was his uh, acting debut? Mm-hmm.
5: I like him. I think he's I think he was one of the better parts of the movie.
4: He kind of looks like a young
3: Benicia. I don't know. He's got a cool look to him. Does he do anything yeah, he's else? Cool look he
4: plays a killer in one episode of Mindhunter. Richard Speck, I think he was a killer. But no, he looks really crazy now. He's got white hair and he's, I don't know, he's in 25 things, but nothing I would really know besides Mindhunter.
3: Banshee. The The supporting cast, I would say, is very hit or miss. You know, it's, a, it's definitely a cheesy 90s action movie. I would even say like the extras. Are kind of hit or miss. I guess this was filmed during the NHL lockout, and the plan yeah. was to like film this at a real game. But like, I don't know. They're constantly saying it's the announcers who are fucking goofballs in and of themselves. But they're saying it's so loud in here, and like, there's barely like a like coming from the crowd. It's like how yeah. how are explosions happening above the stadium? And you can't hear that because the crowd is. I stuck. think it's because mm. they kept
4: shooting the fireworks and they wanted you to, they wanted the audience to know that they were shooting fireworks. I think that's how it explained. And the penguin's still trail by only one.
1: Oh,
2: oh, Tulliver hit his head on the ice. Oh, he hit it so hard his kids will be born dizzy.
5: Well, also about like 15 minutes into this whole terrorist attack, uh, there's like riflemen surrounding the entire stadium and nobody, nobody does anything with that information. <laughs> uh, there's just like hundreds of armed police uh, surrounding and then none of
0: them try to get in. Oh, well, I guess they try to get in, but none of them end up getting inside.
4: Not till the end.
0: JCBD. These kind of points and a lot of the stuff we we're pointing out at the beginning of the movie with like the initial scene. Is that why, like, the IMDb rating is so low, like 5.8? I think this is the kind of movie where you enjoy it. And maybe in, like, 1995, when people saw this in theaters, they actually enjoyed it in the theater. But then on, like, the ride home with your friends or your family, you start to think about the details and how implausible it is and, like, the constant fireworks or the the powder bomb throwing like do you know what i mean Pep? is this one of the movies like a michael bay movie where you're in the moment during it but then when you start examining any plot point the card tower starts to come down
3: well here's the thing and i, I saw a lot of people saying this um many 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 reviews have said this is like a basic diehard, hard yeah it's, clone. That,
4: that's what i thought yeah, mm-hmm. so much and, Die Hard.
3: Yeah, even to the point where they wanted Bruce Willis, I think, it, it, to lead Oh, my God. But he turned oh. him down. But that's the whole thing, right? Like, if you have, I think they wanted, like, Schwarzenegger, Bruce Willis, Stallone, all those guys turned it down. But once you, like, introduce JCVD and you're having him fight an eight-foot-tall <laughs> penguin mascot, like, it's not, it ain't diehard anymore. You know what I mean? It, it is a silly Movie. Like, I'm like cackling with laughter and enjoyment as I'm watching this. Like, I, I don't know. Like, you, you know what I mean, Josh? It's not like
0: sincere. Well, it's not like badass.
3: Like, can guy, we get there... to
0: the silliest part? Please.
3: I, are you talking about JCVD and goalie? Being
4: a hockey goalie is really easy, so... right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. What an amazing plot point. You would never, uh, could you
0: imagine like Bruce Willis accepting a role where he has to like go down and then play goalie for a while? <laughs> I, I mean, that might be the scene that knocked some of these other actors out.
4: It said Arnold and Sly turn it down too. Imagine, oh, start the puck. Ugh. That was supposed to be alone. No way those guys can skate. free <laughs> <laughs>
2: the, and the oh. oh. command of it.
0: It, it goes like full oh air bud goodness, at this moment where yes. he he's on mm-hmm. the run it like they're using during a lot of this movie they're using this background in a pretty cool way like fans rushing to the bathroom or like the the buzzer going off at the end of the period to cover for a gunshot like i like a lot of it but there's don't you think it crosses a line here, Pap? Like it goes, f- they went for this. He goes out and he makes this the save of the year. <laughs> Dude, not only is it like the save of the year, I, I guess we're
3: supposed to believe that the, the first goalie was so sick that he like passed out on this table and Jean-Claude Van Damme was able to like undress him
4: yeah. without also waking up. Literally, they have like 100 medical staff people No way that dude would be alone. They'd have people coddling him. That
5: locker room was empty. Except for
4: that one guy, what are you doing here? And then he gets hit with nine shots. (laughs) Where the hell are you?
3: What the hell? Jean-Claude Van Damme could have given him a heads up. Like, hey,
4: hide he was. I thought he was going to. (laughs) I thought he was going to save him. But he literally just, he, he hid. Watched him die.
3: He got the, <laughs> the roundhouse ice ice skate kick to the face, though, is, yeah, is pretty great. But I, I just, Josh, to your point, everything about that is so ridiculous, including the coach, right? Who's just like, I, I don't know if the coach is like any actor who we know, but he's just so over the top,
0: like,
6: what are you fucking doing? <laughs> That's a thousand dollar fine.
0: <laughs> he says fuck every time they cut to him. Yeah. <laughs> they use like all 12 of their fucks. <laughs> in this movie with him
1: get the
2: fuck in there
5: during this time that he's in goal it's like powers booth is waiting for this game to end so he can just blow shit up and you're in here just playing hockey you should be like trying at least to get into the the owner's box like what are you doing i know you're hiding from two henchmen or whatever but now is not the time to like be fucking around
0: on the ice I will say, as cheesy and ridiculous as it is, there were a couple cool moments where I feel like they do a good job in the movie of showing what it would be like to be a normal person on the ice with NHL players, even though Jean-Claude Van Damme's character had like some, I don't know, like community college hockey experience or something. Mm <laughs> hmm. I feel like, it. you know what I mean? Like, they're coming at him at such a rate and speed, and, like, you can feel the weight, and it does seem really intimidating.
4: It's kind of cool. Kind of a callback to earlier, too, when the goalie's like, why don't you come back, and I'll show you the difference. And, like, he literally goes in and does a good job. So...
0: Even the, all of that is undercut when one of the lowly yeah. henchmen... Jean-Claude yeah. Van Damme decides to end this whole charade and starts a fight so he can be sent to the penalty box and thusly kind of escape and disarm more bombs. <laughs> but <laughs> when,
3: <laughs> What an amazing sentence that I'm is. Taking <laughs> 15 minutes, taking oh, off
0: yes. all the pads and getting back into his fireman getup. When he's being escorted like off the ice, one of the henchmen inexplicably even though none of his teammates his coach his son no one recognizes this man in full goalie gear this henchman eagle eyes him and like zooms in and sees his face right I, yeah and like the chase is kind of back on again and he's not a, he's not in the game anymore we've moved on from that
3: well it's like yeah this henchman from across the rink can identify this guy he's maybe seen once on like a video screen or like yeah from far away shit. yeah but none of these like teammates can recognize their yeah. teammate because he has a goalie mask
4: <laughs> on it's to be fair though absurd. if you go back and rewatch it which i'm sure none of you will when people come up to him he always lowers his head But it's, still,
0: it's Game Seven. It's all over TV. Close-ups like of voice this dude's be, face. Yeah, <laughs> the announcers the are part of this movie.
4: Like, oh, when? I want to know, know lose who Lose a lot of weight in the locker room. Who won the series?
0: For real, Brett.
4: Also, I found a mistake with the the hockey announcer, and I actually knew it. I had to look it up. The it said the Blackhawks are trying to win their first Stanley Cup since 1960, and I was like, that's 61 because my dad's always like. They want to stand the cup like a month before I was born or three three months after I was born. So come on, guys. They got to be better. got to be better. 61. Everybody knows that. What's I have maybe in-
0: another one. Go for it. Aren't the Penguins and um, Blackhawks in the National Hockey League?
4: No. Okay. Well, yes. What are you talking You're talking about East and West?
0: Or yeah, are they both? Are they not both they, in the east? They
4: are now, they weren't, and it was always really funny because Detroit and Chicago were both in the west. Because think I about literally,
0: it, I literally just said they're both in the NHL, yeah. I knew everyone meant, knows that, the, okay. NHL thank you, meant, Brad. yeah. Thanks for filling that well, Think
4: in the about guys. it like the first 25 hockey teams were all you know, cold weather Northeast. or yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. you had like the Kings and crap, but yeah, they did change that recently when they moved some.
5: Now we got the goddamn
0: Las Vegas Knights. Champions.
4: (laughs) So natural.
0: (laughs) These teams could have actually played in the Stanley Cup. They actually did. They
4: they played in 1992, and the Penguins beat them like 4-0.
0: Dude, shout out to Eddie Belfort. He was like in so many hockey games that I played. He's a really good goalie.
1: Yeah.
0: So these are real players?
4: Some of them. I I just read something. It's so funny. It's like a typical... Like being, I don't know, I wouldn't say arrogant, but like Yalmir Yager, who's one of the greatest scorers, uh, hockey players ever. His name is said, but yeah, I saw he that. said that mm-hmm. he was mad because the guy playing him is literally on the ice every time a goal scored. So he's like, come on, man. You're making me, lo- you're making me look bad. So, but Luke Robotai is Just a real chill. player. <laughs> i think the two players we see luke robotai is definitely a real player i don't mean whether that's him or not i don't know him well enough but this i'm guessing it is
3: the skaters were just like a bunch of like minorly cocky players though right i, 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 I
5: believe it i believe it which that would make more sense yeah
3: well that was like my first thing right because i knew that the fucking like penguins wife the owner the wife of the penguins owner wrote this and i was like why would they not just shoot it during a hockey game. But it was the NHL lockout. Like I feel like that actually would have added a lot. Like I know I brought that up earlier, but I feel like that would have been like way cooler to have like actual shots of like a full stance. Like people would have been pumped to be in a movie, right? Like that I don't know. Would have added a lot. Have real hockey players like have Yamir Yagar out there. People would love that.
4: Dude, they they flash to one like shot on goal from like behind. And I'm like, oh my God, that is the worst it's so bad. I wish I could find it. I might have to try to find it. It looks like you. It looks like what it used to look like when I would slap shot in the street.
0: Is that the one that he block? He like blocks with his stick, and he like aims yeah, it I think down I it. to the there, left. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, but
4: it's it's gonna it's gonna miss by two feet anyway. I think it's just bad. Some of the hockey looks okay, but like who? I want to know who the hockey director is because. They were like 19 fast breaks. There's not 19 fast breaks in hockey, especially. Are you kidding me? The Blackhawks are up by one with 15 seconds to go, and they get, uh, they get like a one-on-one fast break to end the game. Come on, come on. You have all your defenders back. You're you're not trying to score. Come on, You'd be better. Be you don't, better.
0: You don't need to think, Brett. This is hockey. The announcers say that that's in true. the movie. <laughs>
4: Apparently those are the real uh, uh, announcers.
3: I thought they were funny. I kind of like them in there.
4: That's like a, his real saying, like something, massage my back. Scratch my a,
5: back with a. With a hack? Chainsaw? Hacksaw? hacksaw. That's,
4: Is that's like his one of his catchphrases, I guess. Scratch my back with a hacksaw.
0: confirmed Karen Elise Baldwin she was the wife of penguin's owner or something is that confirmed is that what you're telling me here
3: uh wikipedia confirmed so basically
0: true Save do you know do you know what that implies hmm. like the wife of an owner of a franchise is sitting around just like daydreaming all day about blowing that shit up. <laughs> like getting the mascot strangled off in the kitchen. Like brutal.
5: This is what deaths. I think of your fucking
0: hockey team. <laughs> Dude, it's insane.
5: Sick and tired of spending every,
0: every weekend here. Takes them all the way to the finals and, and ends it in a tie. What worse thing could happen to a hockey team? Shit would go nuts. That can't happen. That's the worst terrorist atrocity in this movie.
3: <laughs> How many hockey games have you watched in the last ten years, Josh?
0: Ten years. Yeah. Full games.
3: I'm a big zero, so I'm, I'm not.
0: I, I will, Oh, zero full games for mm-hmm. sure. I've sat in a yeah. few bars and had some people talk to me about the games on.
5: I don't mind watching it. It's just, I don't know what's going on and I can't see the puck. So it's.
4: If we're just going back 10 years, I watched every Blackhawks playoff game in 13, 14, and 15 uh, and some of the regular season. But, uh, you know, when you get married, things have to, you know, you got to pick your battles. And I wanted football. So
3: I've heard it's like by far the best live sport to go to.
4: Yeah. We actually have a semi. Pro team here, I like a pro team here. The comments and it's like really, really big. Yeah, the comments. Uh, now, I've been to a game. I got really fun.
0: I got to take my answer back because I've probably been to like, uh, well, a Notre lot Dame. of Notre Dame hockey games. Yeah, I bet you have. Yep. So mm-hmm.
4: I forgot they're like pretty big over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I guess we should get to the end of this game. Which is towards the end of the movie. Brett, do you wanna? I, I think we mentioned the the pipe bomb that JCPD throws and, and the helicopter don't, crash, but
4: don't throw this don't throw this to me, dude. I had to look away a bit. It's too much heights. It was Ooh. making me ill. So can <laughs> I, I the, throw
0: to Brett a rules question then? Yeah. Yeah. They say. Well, first of all, they don't call it overtime anymore. They call it sudden death. Sudden death.
4: Is it? <laughs> they, they also imply there was one period. Yeah, which is also incorrect. They
0: said that the game would. They said no clocks. The game will go until someone scores. Has that ever been the case in the hockey?
4: Not that I remember. It's definitely not since
5: that sounds I amazing. Golden goal. It sounds I mean, like it, is usually what
0: it, it's called. It sounds right? like it could be a Quidditch game. Like that could last for three days, and you got like. Yeah. people dying on the ice and like <laughs> just won't let the puck go in
4: yeah mike you actually stepped on a joke i was gonna make earlier uh apparently there was a sequel they were gonna do but this movie kind of bombed and i was gonna say what's it gonna be called golden goal but yeah hmm. a sequel
5: to this how
4: yeah. uh, <laughs> saves a soccer team i don't know uh josh i that's not a rule i've ever heard but Maybe that this doesn't sound right. Now they have, you know those games can go on that was devastating. Like you'd stay I'd have to stay up not have to till like two or three o'clock in the morning if they went to three overtimes and then like just one second and the game's over. And it's like two thirty and you're going to bed, you gotta be at work at seven and your team lost. It's like freaking sucks.
0: How much Labat Blue do you need to like serve up these rabid hockey fans for like a long sudden death period. Like, do they have enough popcorn and supplies on hand here, Pat?
4: Uh, is this America, Josh? We drink (laughs) Modelo here.
0: (laughs) They
3: got a beer in America. They stop serving after the third period. You can't, you can't have that happening. But Josh, can you take us to the top of the dome and how this movie, uh, Movie kind of ends here. Yeah, what sorry,
4: happens? Pap. I just don't think I'd be the guy to ask.
3: It's This is a sick stadium. It's actually really fucking cool. It is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, this is one of those stadiums that like can retract. So at, on a whim, a button is pressed and the whole roof can like expose the night sky or collapse. And so like Jean-Claude Van Damme knows he needs to get to the top of this building because like his daughter is being held hostage in like a booth that's up near the top. So I pres- yes, I presume thanks. that's why he starts climbing. And then he like runs into guards along the way. And it's just classic like 90s action where he, he'll get to a guard and they have to fight. And then he gets another guard but this time he's like hanging and has to like ninja climb under him to get behind him and then they fight. And then he knocks that guy off the building, and he gives... It's not the Wilhelm scream. They do a completely original scream. I love that. (laughs) Brett, can you... (gasps) Thank you.
4: (laughs) Holy shit!
0: And then I think it's here where... It really gets into some crazy gymnastics because that roof retracts and him and another guy start fighting downwards, almost as if they're Gandalf and the ball rock falling deep, <laughs> deep into the ice <laughs> floor. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I like how one man's body causes the scoreboard to like just shoot sparks in all directions, <laughs> <laughs> like
0: it wouldn't just thud on it (laughs) did you get sweaty pap hands at all when they're fighting up here like is this getting you at all is this effective no
3: but i was kind of i mean listen like obviously john claude van damme is not actually hanging right off the edge of this fucking stadium but I, i was impressed just with his like overall physicality and it, i don't know it kind of reminds me of like a tom cruise movie where he just does all his own stunts and i'm not saying like again john claude van damme's not literally doing these things but it's like i don't know it's kind of decently believable because he's such a fit fucking dude that he could projectile jump from the top of the scoreboard then zip line down to a press <laughs> box off a light like it's i don't know mike you know what i'm talking about like i i buy it with him at this point
5: Oh, I mean, yeah, he's super athletic and I think he ca- he is capable of doing this stuff very easily, I would assume so. But I mean, yeah, just the stuff of like him swinging from lights is probably the most ridiculous thing. I, uh, but well, he's- I mean, he's totally capable of of doing this stuff.
0: He's super, I mean, he's super fit. He swings from lights, and there's some really good shots of that. But my favorite light shot is one point the like henchman he's fighting gets kicked downwards. And instead of like making the big plunge at this point, he falls on slash grabs one of those lights that like hang from like a 20 foot chain. And it's just like such a painful looking thing for any stuntman or even if it's like some sort of test dummy to be like thrown down at full like gravity's pull and just hold on to that as it jerks you looks like the man is being hung it looks like the Saddam Hussein videos (sighs) jesus yeah but he
5: gets a nice soft landing onto the scoreboard and it explodes (laughs) and the crowd is like what the
3: fuck is going on that would have been funny if like a blackhawks player just like nailed it into the goal like blackhawks win in this chaos i was really
5: expecting him to just like land on the ice and kind of like this dude's just skate around him or something just uh and the crowd would react, but yeah, it's it's crazy how like nobody notices all of this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. What do you think the purpose is of practically, like, why would this stadium open up this way? What is going on there? Why this seems more like a like a so observatory or something? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's really it <laughs> doesn't weird. seem like a an arena.
3: Like, I would imagine they wouldn't be opening it during a hockey game, right? Yeah,
5: like, like why would a hockey arena need to open up like that in the first place? Just weird. Just a weird building.
4: Brett? Oh, I have no idea. Unless it was shared with something else. But I was thinking tennis, but, like, there's no big tennis tournaments there. Uh, Basketball, you wouldn't need the roof to open up. (laughs) I don't know.
3: Well, it's like super weird too, right? Because like I feel like modern day retractable stadiums. And Brett, keep me honest here, but I feel like they're more like um, at least football, a book opening. You know what I mean? Where it kind of like opens, and like or like pulls back from the middle and like opens two sides. Yeah. This kind of just like rotates. You know what I mean? And like has like an
4: it's like a That's circle. Definitely more modern, the yeah, they're a lot faster. Uh yeah. So yeah, again, that's really weird. Mikey said it perfectly to me. It's like, it looks like a observatory. It's really weird looking. And it's like stargazing, I don't know.
1: Mm
3: -hmm. Well, it's through that hole in the retractable stadium that Powers Booth's helicopter crashes in fantastic (laughs) CGI (laughs) fashion. Mikey, you point this out in the group thread that this movie ends incredibly abruptly? What what exactly happens at the end and, and why did you think it was so abrupt? It, it's, it is pretty fucking insane.
5: Well, we got to go through the rigmarole of like uh Jean-Claude Van Damme had saved the day. They get down to the lobby and they're kind of just like everybody's running around. And then Powers Booth steals the little girl again. Uh, and, that's
4: where she's stupid I, I it made me so mad
5: and then we get the rooftop scene and then the, the helicopter falls and then right after that it's like the kid is saying my dad is a hero or something and then he gets <laughs> slammed the door gets slammed on the ambulance uh, he's separated from his family and then that's like it roll credits <laughs> it's like <laughs> nothing else after that so weird uh, just a very abrupt ending to, to a movie that you would like we thought earlier, you would at least call back to the mom, the the stepdad seems super supportive of JCVD. You would think he would say something, or like even more interaction with the children at the end of the movie because This little boy is just like sitting in the arena by himself, even after everybody's cleared out for this fucking terrorist attack. But he's like, I'm going to stay here because my dad said so.
3: I didn't move, dad. I didn't move.
5: (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just uh, one of the most abrupt endings I've ever seen to a movie. Uh, And just just him getting beat up in the ambulance and then just slamming that door shut is just so (laughs) funny to me. It's just the way it ended.
3: The last line is like the little girl saying My dad's a fireman. Like she she's all <laughs> she's all proud of him now. Why did the girl getting kidnapped bother you though, Brett? What'd you mean by oh,
4: that? Oh no not First of all, she she did a fine job if you're listening you know, whatever. But I mean she just wanders off. That's that's the bad man. That's the bad man. Oh, the guy who almost killed you like ten times? It just annoys me. This annoys me. I know she's a little kid.
3: She didn't recognize but... him. He's got that clever disguise on. She couldn't be sure. She had to get a closer she look at the did She recognized st- him.
4: She stamped him. She knew. She knew how many people she stamped.
3: There's a bunch of lame callbacks like that. Like The stamp is pretty lame to me, like, even though it comes up enough. Like That's fucking stupid. And like the, um, the sign language shit, when John Claude Van Damme's on the ice and does "I love you," like what? What is the it's point? Like, everybody I knows get, "I love I you" in sign hell. language. That could be anybody. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's the movie. Do you guys have any final thoughts? I'll scan, scan my notes. But you guys have anything?
4: Yeah, I got a, I got a weird one. It's, it's a small podcast, so uh, this a little factoid. So, what they call silencers in movies, you know, suppressors. They are very hard to get for most people. Can't get them. You have to wait a long time. And it's movies like this is the reason why they're so hard to get. Is that like bullets aren't that quiet? So silencers, like nobody calls them silencers anymore, because <laughs> I mean, come on, those bullets. Have you ever heard more silent bullets being shot with those freaking UZIs? At what
3: point, anybody, weapons expert Brett, would the crowd become aware? something going awry.
4: Well, I mean, again, <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. But again, like, silencer's more, what I'm saying, it's like a misnomer, and it's, they're, they call them suppressors, because they suppress it, but it's yeah. still so loud. And
5: But suppressing, like, the muzzle flash and, like, the fire coming out the front, not, like, the yes. sound, exactly.
4: But again, it's like, uh, um, UFC early, they still have this really outdated rule where you can't do what they call 12 to 6 elbows when someone's on the ground that's because 25 years ago some guy who was i don't know a politician or whatever saw somebody breaking bricks with his elbow on late night espn and it's just kind of like that like they see something it terrifies them and it's not really rooted in reality you know you can kick someone in the face on the ground and some but no no 12 to six elbows so that's just my little lecture thing i mean that's just so quiet. That's just unrealistic. Now, whether the crowd would hear, that's a different story. But, you know, you could hear probably in the next room. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, the thing about this building is there's just, hear it's just, no. well, there's just empty hallways <laughs> and empty rooms <laughs> where you would think there would be people, but there's just nobody. I um, last thing, go ahead. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Hallmark's death scene. I really like that oh, and how yeah. he gets burned uh, with Not oh his uh, another Magruber type tactic where he gets
4: great prank
5: the <laughs> 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 the uh, squirt gun filled with lighter fluid and and a lighter uh, he gets burned uh, that I thought that was great and then the makeup afterwards where he's all burnt up I thought was pretty cool. Dude, the fire burnt up.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that
4: fire is about five times bigger than it would have been, but it worked out.
5: Yeah. Oh, Hallmark was soaked in alcohol before. (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
4: Like his his clothes were soaked in. Because, yeah, that would have definitely probably set him on fire and it might have started his hair on fire. But to go and do a full on, like.
5: He lit up immediately, like a fucking (laughs) dried out Christmas tree. He was engulfed in flames dude
3: he's denethor (laughs) fucking (laughs) (laughs) burning yeah that's a good one i the other thing about hallmark is too is like oh
4: listen my son is here too if i can't get back to him he's sitting in d10 i'll
2: be there thanks where the rest of your men
3: (laughs) there's some moments where him being in on it doesn't make A lot of sense like at one point like powers booth is like making fun of his name in one of the initial phone calls and like hallmark has to you know play along with it but like knowing that hallmark's in on it that like powers booth is just doing a bit right like he pre-planned this bit to like prove that he didn't know this person like it doesn't it doesn't make any fucking sense which is why i don't know i i can't imagine this movie being sincere like this movie is fun right like it's a fun movie yeah. to watch, but I couldn't imagine like Sylvester Stallone like being super serious in this role or Bruce Willis.
4: So, how much how much setup do you think this would have taken henchman to be kind of in and out incognito putting a bunch of bombs in places not killing anyone, not alerting anyone? How long do you think that would have taken?
3: I mean, the collect the collector can set up pranks in minutes.
4: Yeah, minutes. Well, I just saw someone bring up a point like that's a lot of faith that it's going to go to game 7 when game 6 is played in Chicago and it could have easily ended there. Unless, you know what? did they say if it was 3-2? Doesn't matter.
3: Did we ever even like explain like like Powers Booth is like he's stealing 1.7 billion dollars, but he only actually cares about 500 million and he's going to like disseminate it through the banking system.
4: So many offshore accounts and banks and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess it's just
3: like, it's just a hat on a hat, right? Like, do you need to hold the stadium and the vice president hostage? Like wouldn't one or the other be enough?
4: Oh, I would think, I would think holding the, and like you said, you guys were joking about it earlier. Like what's more important to our country? Not important. One person, the vice president, or 20,000 people. Like, you don't want those people to die. That, Like, I'm, I'm with you. That would be enough for me. It's crazy. Crazy that they had to hey, do Hey, but
0: the movie addresses this. That's why Emily's oh, did up they? there. Oh, Jean-Claude Van Damme's daughter is up there because everyone realized the vice president being up there wasn't really enough stakes to keep things going.
4: No, but, yeah, no, mm. for the audience, but I thought yeah, you were talking- sure happy about the henchmen like why would they need to have something so I, I bet putting bombs in a place would be a lot easier when Secret Service isn't around mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. we do get the, actually we didn't really talk about him, I actually really liked the vice president character uh,
5: Raymond I'm J. Berry. Is that his name? His oh real yeah, name. I just know him
4: from uh, Cool Runnings He's in cool runnings. He's the old coach who hates him because he got caught cheating, Mm. but he like claps for him at the end. Pretty sure.
3: To movie club, Raymond J. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Any other final thoughts?
1: oh
4: sadly okay this is not good news the, the chef the pap chef mm-hmm. he actually died six months before this movie came out
3: <sighs> all right we'll get into yes or no by the way i think uh Stevie said, he texted me, he said he gives us a rock hard yes and that he'll be back Um and that he, he just loves Jean-Claude Van Damme. Again, he's his hero. <laughs> <laughs>
4: you get mentioned the thing he said about the accent. That's pretty funny.
3: Which one was that?
4: It's He says, just note that I gave this a solid yes and the fact that it's in our thread. I don't want to read it. You can read it um i guess i could you got he just it said it's it cracks him up that his accent is worse in this than it is in Bloodsport 10 years
1: earlier
4: <laughs> how do you how does your accent regress when you're just making american movies and you're with american people crazy to me
3: stevie also mentioned to me when i was talking to him that I don't know how true this is. Maybe we can ask him next podcast. But he was saying that jean Claude Van Damme was like coked out of his mind at this point, and that might be why some of the reason that his accent. This is like peak, uh, doing rails. jean Claude Van Damme. Apparently,
4: huh. I didn't know that. I think Good it's funny him. that he he <laughs> wouldn't let shrimp. He wouldn't let shrimp on set because he's a hardcore vegan. But you know he's blowing rails. Um, it just seems a little. I thought,
3: aren't there shrimp in this movie? Doesn't...
4: uh No, the, the, he says that's ballistics gel. Because they did it because he couldn't... He wouldn't have shrimp on set.
3: Well, he's a man they of principles. They had to
4: make fake shrimp to keep him happy.
3: Listen, he's a man of principles. I... I don't know. He, listen, I'm going to give this a yes. And John claude Van Damme is a goofball <laughs> to me. I don't know a lot about him personally, but like his casting fits in so perfectly with like what this movie is to me. Like it's just so like a silly over the top, like almost even like fast and the furious esque, uh, like that sense of like fun and goofiness action movie and bad acting. And bad acting. Um, I don't know. Like, like no scene describes a movie better than like icy, the penguins mascot, like, getting in a karate fight with Jean-Claude Van Damme. I don't know how the internet hasn't found that yet and like how I haven't seen clips of that yet, but it's that's kino boys. That's peak That's peak cinema right there. Um so yeah, hard yes, fun movie, funny movie, really enjoyed it.
4: Why do they do they call Icy? Okay, cuz the, the name's Iceberg. Oh, he was known as Icy in the 1995 film But the mascot's name is Iceberg.
3: Wait, so the owner's wife didn't even get the name of the mascot, right?
4: It's hard to say. I mean, it's definitely called Iceberg, but he debuted for the 1992-93 season. Iceberg was known as Icy in the 1995 film Sudden Death. So whether that was a decision or a mistake, I don't know.
3: Josh, what do you give Sudden Death?
0: I gotta give this a pretty heart, yes. Super fun yeah. movie to watch. Did you have any doubt, Pap? Really? Is anybody gonna give this a no? I'd be pretty shocked. Be heartless. Um, <laughs> the acting is up and down. But, man, like, I, I think we get, like, a good look at hockey. A decent try at hockey. Some good moments of hockey. And then we get this diehard goofy caper surrounding it. I don't know. We've talked so much about it, guys. Pappy, you really encapsulated, I think, a lot of what I was going to say. Like, I'm not taking this as a hardcore thinker movie, but it was dang enjoyable. I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast will like it too. Big yes.
3: I just want to say too, I feel like I got my groove back because I think I put in the group thread, I was feeling like an asshole because I was giving movies like, jugger and the yeah. 13th warrior knows but this is like this is a fun movie you can see all of the scenes like and, and it knows what kind of movie it is throughout uh speaking of 13th warrior though brett
4: oh you did you could just call me brett you don't have to call me 13th warrior okay um yeah this is uh, yeah this is a yes it was fun i mean uh it is not great, but it's good fun, uh, die hard light, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I, I'm really glad one of you guys brought up Power's Booth because I think I was kind of with Josh. Like, I'm used to Power's Booth, and he's just kind of a presence for me in most, but like, when you sit down and realize what he's doing, he's like acting circles around those people, it's just crazy. And some of them are actors. The guy who's his henchman who's playing in Doom, he was the character in the show that Brittany and i like so you know it's not like he's a bad actor but yeah fun good job pappy with the last minute host you did really nice
0: yeah pat
4: let's give it a let's give it a solid yes
3: yes yeah and we're all we're all excited for stevie to come back i think jcvd is going to be a really fun pod i haven't seen it and Also, real quick before Mikey goes, this is probably coming out around the time we're going to be doing some live podcasts, too. So you hear all the spoiler men recording live and in person. But last but not least, Mikey.
5: Yeah, this is a hard yes. Uh, This is the first watch, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, Didn't really know what to expect, but it's just a 90s action movie, and I'm really into the 90s action dead uh feeling movies uh where it's nice to just sit back and kind of just take it all in and yeah they are cheesy but they're usually pretty entertaining and you get some cool death scenes and we get a lot of cool funny uh scenes happening in this movie where it's just goofy violence which is uh what i like um so i liked it a lot uh jcvd obviously not the greatest actor but watching him on screen i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna complain i mean i usually like most of the things that he's in uh just because they're kind of movies that i'm into anyways but it was great i like powers booth i liked the guy playing hallmark i thought he did a great job yeah Fun movie, and you always got to have some scenes where it's just, it looks so bad that it's fun to make fun of, and that helicopter scene (laughs) made me laugh out loud so (laughs) hard uh, when I saw it, and I was watching it again while we were doing this podcast, I was just like chuckling to myself, (laughs) so you guys got to just look it up, because this helicopter goes vertically straight down so perfectly, and like the ladder is even so perfectly straight going going down it's it's goofy but a lot of fun to watch so i i hope we do uh more 90s action movies soon so it's a hard yes
3: there you go preserve jcpd hockey classic sun death i do have a quick uh very quick trivia for you guys because i didn't know if we would let stevie keep his host or or not but we we all agree he should keep his host. Um, but before I get to that, uh, thank you to everyone who's been leaving us comments on Spotify. Uh, I, I published a couple of those that we got, but one guy who stood out uh, has been leaving us a lot of nice comments is named uh, Austin. And on the uh, Gadiga podcast, Mikey, I think you were you were on that. Austin left the comment. Awesome pod as usual have to say an awful visual image is the thin layer of pap grease on your keyboard. So really appreciate that (laughs) Austin, keep the comments um, coming, but uh, nothing at stake tonight. Like I said, Stevie will retain host of the movie game when he's back with JCVD, but just for pride and for a little bit of fun. Um, I did a game like this before, I think on the American Psycho episode, but I have like an unhinged eBay page of all the crazy shit that I I look at on there. I just had an image of the group thread. Um, How much does this Zamboni currently cost at a buy it now price on eBay? Um, Josh, can you describe the Zamboni uh, that I sent over for the audience at home?
0: Yeah, where is it? It's in the, uh, oh, I, I was looking thread? at the yeah. Skype. Uh, Sorry, I can put it here. Too. Mikey, do you see it? I don't see it yet. Yeah. Uh, oh
4: yeah, nice.
0: Oh. oh, you want me to send it to you? No, I see, it, I see it. Um, yeah, just give
3: it a little description. Paint a visual picture. So yeah, so go. this
0: Zamboni, uh, maybe it's John Deere colors. It's got some green, mm. maybe some beige. Um, it also looks like a little bit of a piece of shit. It doesn't look like a top-end <laughs> Zamboni. Um, a little small, a little plasticky. It's outside in the heat, so it looks out yeah. of context. Even.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Are Zambonis supposed to be stored outside? Fucking <laughs> I'm, sure, no. I'm sure
4: it was driven out to take the picture, and then it's put back on ice.
3: I will <laughs> I will say Lee has a five-star rating on eBay, so I'm sure it's not Ooh. a total total piece of shit. Also, if you want to Google at home, this is a according to the description, a genuine model five hundred Zamboni Ice Resurfacer in good running condition. Uh,
4: how many dead secret service agents in it though? <laughs> it comes with two
3: <laughs> that he mentions. About 2,400 hours. Apparently, they measure hours of use. Uh, the blade does not work, but the ice conditioner is in good condition. Um, so, Brett, I think we've given you enough time. Just a regular old closest to.
4: It. Oh man! Oh.
3: And we'll go. We'll go prices right rules too. Actually, can't go over. Zamboni ice resurfacer, model 500. Good running condition.
4: Ooh, uh, I'm gonna probably be way too low. Uh, I'll go eighteen thousand five hundred.
3: Okay. Um, Josh.
0: Yeah. How many hours does this have on it?
3: Uh, about <laughs> twenty-four hundred hours. Uh, it comes what, with
1: the
0: manuals, though. What was Brett's guess? Eighteen. Eighteen hours? five. Oh, that seems saucy. I got to imagine with this Biden inflation, it's not a cheap Zambon... Like, keeping ice frozen is a huge debacle these days. I'll guess even 20,000, Pat. Ooh.
3: 20,000? Mikey?
0: Yeah,
5: this is a tough one. Uh, Zamboni seems like a specialized machine, Uh, so it seems like it'd be worth a lot more. Tractors are like $100,000, but this is obviously not the size of a tractor. But um,
4: And those, those work.
5: Yeah, still got to be a lot of money. So, hmm. <sighs> buy it now price on eBay, you say? Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Today, this could be ours.
5: <laughs> <laughs> we got enough in the spoilers uh, war chest to buy a Zamboni. Um, I'm going to say
3: 15000 Okay.
4: I f- I feel like we're gonna be way low.
3: So I did look. I'm screwed either way. New, new Zambonis run for about 125,000, the lads. I think we could scrape together $5,000 and get us an official no, spoiler. No, no. Zambonis. We all went over. Buy it now. Wow. Um, Y'all went over, but Mikey was the closest, so we'll call Mikey the winner of this. But yes, $5,000, this Samboni could be ours. That's only a couple of years of Spoilers Patreon money, Mikey.
4: Please don't do that.
5: It's only been stored outside ever (laughs) since it's been decommissioned, so it's definitely not running.
4: If we ever have $5,000 saved up at Patreon, please let us have some. It
3: includes the squeegee though. Gonna need a new blade. Mikey, any uh any hot takes before you throw out Spoiler Man?
5: Tr- hot takes. Hmm. Huh, 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 huh. Uh I don't know. Uh maybe you know what? I think uh Oh, hot take. Okay, I got one. We do when we do good movies on this podcast, I hate it. It's Ooh. it's not fun to do good movies on this podcast because it's like not fun to talk about. I like doing bad movies and this is like kind of the, the middle ground that I like to hit with the movies here is that's con- a Congo and uh, Sudden Death. Those are right up my alley and stuff that I like to do. So if you're a patron, keep stuff like that coming our way. Don't give us Oscar bait. Don't give us any of that good shit because that's not fun to make a podcast about. Give us bad movies. It's much more fun
4: that's Mikey's opinion everybody pick whatever you want
5: that's some good this shit is Mikey sage
4: wisdom sage wisdom from me it's what I'm known for around here
3: it's a good hot take I liked it
4: it is a very good hot take I just I like mixing it up the bad movies are really fun though except for Los Angeles hey go ahead
3: and throw it to Sporn <laughs>
5: go ahead and throw it to Sporn <laughs> Take it away, Spoiler Man. This was Spoiler.
6: Special thank you to our patrons, Druid King. Don't let him know it's me. I'll get you out. I'll take you home, I promise. Brother Brian.
2: Hello? Matt Troll. Well, now wasn't that sweet? Nick.
1: Listen to me. Listen good. Nick. Here's the game.
6: The May.
4: But I don't want anyone to get hurt.
6: Nurse Stacy.
2: You stop me, you win.
6: Barky420. I
2: get your bombs, I win. P-K. So, you go run your little ass off. I know where the bombs are, so I know where you're going. Spencer. You're piece of shit. Gail. Would you like a glass of wine or a cigarette? Swole. You're the meanest. The whoa oh, oh, oh.
5: Maybe when you were born, you had something wrong with your brain
6: cheese zombie
0: i'm not afraid of you
6: if you'd like to request an episode hear your name read by spoiler man or even just help us make podcasts please check us out on patreon.com spoilers podcast our email is podcast at gmail.com please support this podcast by leaving us an itunes review leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Be sure to check out Corey's podcast, Big Dumb Movie. Bye bye. Bye bye. That was spoilers.